Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Erika Mantula, good morning. Uh, we start out today in Ghana, where there's been protests uh, in Accra, uh, economic-related protests. Refreshing morning, Oliver and Jumbo Africa to the listeners. Yesterday, there was a rally dubbed Occupy the Bank of Ghana. Uh, many opposition leaders and uh, their supporters uh, marching, uh, uh, lamenting of the uh, governor of the Bank of Ghana, Ernest Addison, around the issue of going to borrow money at IMF, Oliver, because what Ghana has been going through is this economic challenges. But at the same time, Ghana has been going to the World Bank, to the IMF, to borrow money, and they have staged this protest against the Bank of Ghana. At the same time, you know that it is electionary time for 2024. Uh, Mahama, who is a former president, also is a candidate. They've been the one pushing for these matches against the economic challenges that are facing President Nana Kufo, who is also ending his second term come 2024. Yeah. In Kenya, uh, Kenyan President William uh, Simua Arab Ruto welcomes the United Nations Security Council resolution to send a Kenya-led multinational armed force to Haiti. Oliver, this armed force in Haiti, this multinational force, its role and its mandate is to help to combat violent gangs. And what has happened is that we know that Kenya at some point, August, it has pledged that it will send 1,000 soldiers uh, to assist the UN uh, peacekeeping mission in Haiti. Now, for the first time, they say in the history of the UN for 20 years that there will be a force being uh, sent to the troubled Caribbean nation. But William Ruto did not specify when will they uh, send those soldiers because there is issues of finance that has to be sent. But this came out of the vote from Security Council of allowing this multinational standby keeping force to go to Haiti to assist the people of Haiti. This is for the first time also to see an African nation being part of the UN peacekeeping mission outside the African continent. Yep. And going to the most diverse economy on the continent, Mauritius, the Secretary General of the Africa Continental Free Trade uh, Area, Wamkele Meme, uh, paid a visit to uh, Mauritius. Uh, this must have been monumental. No, Oliver, this is, this was very important. Actually, it was by the parallel of the conference that is organized by the government of Mauritius on the economic development. So, Wamkelemen, the son of the soil from South Africa, had to engage with the Prime Minister uh, uh, Kumar Juknat to engage on the Africa free trade updates. You will even remember, Oliver, that we are talking of few African states, I mean 47, have already ratified uh, this Africa trade, continental free trade. But the issues is also to look at the potential of uh, Mauritius in terms of its position on global e economy. So this meeting was very important for the Secretary General to engage with Mauritius. And one will assume that it will be also to visit many uh, African countries to engage on this free trade. Where are we in terms of the implementation? Yeah, I can tell you there are many, many businesses across the world, specifically in South Africa, that operate here but are incorporated in Mauritius because of its friendly business environment. Out in Rwanda, the African Union African Foreign Affairs Ministers call for new financing for the continent's development agenda during a retreat of the AU Executive Council out in Gigali. 
you know, Oliver, you'll recall that the Agenda 2063 has to do a review of their second year, 10 year plan. They have to work around 2024 to 2033. So this meeting of minds of ministers of foreign affairs in Kigali was to look at the progress also. Our Minister of International Relief, I mean, International Relations and Corporation Mayor Naledi Pando had to raise the issues of, of saying that what we need also in terms of implementing this Agenda 2063 is to put resources on it and at the same time the financing of uh, both the domestic and the role of the private sector. You will recall also that Rwanda, why it is the host, they've been lamenting in terms of the uh, the budget of the AU coming from the EU, coming mm. from the West, that member states have to begin to can contribute to the AU budget. And looking at so all the peace support operations, they will need more money to deal with uh, peace operations in the African continent, considering the Western Africa, the Sahel region. And finally, the issues of illicit financial flows, the high debt levels, it was also part of reviewing this Agenda 2063, which I think, Oliver, we have to see it. many countries who have signed it. How do they domesticate it? How do they make it relevant to their foreign policy? Because this is a vision for the African continent that was uh, adopted by the EU General Assembly uh, in 2013. Yeah, historical and very important day in Lesotho today uh, as they are celebrating liberation from British rule in what is dubbed as Lesotho's National Day. 4 October 1966 is the day. Is no, that's quite true. It's almost 57 years. But what is interesting with this year's celebration, it is coinciding with their bicentennial celebration of Lesotho under King Mushoshua I since 1824. So they are celebrating 200 years of the Basotho nation, which will today include the bicentennial carnival festival like you know uh, oliver it's a holiday in maseru in lesotho and for our listeners in lesotho we say happy liberation day or happy independence day for our people in maseru in lesotho the kingdom where we get our water by the way oliver yeah when we are struggling when we are on this uh, zero i mean these issues of lacking water and uh, electricity lesotho plays an important role in the Sarek region. Asante Sane, uh, Oliver, as you are still in your conversation, SAFM, did yep. in your conversation. One of my dreams is to go to Lesotho just to ski, just to go and ski.